I put together a little something to share today with you. And it starts like this. Peace ain't nothing but trouble. On a day like today, it can be hard to think this world could ever know true peace. Days like today challenge our faith, don't they? We sit and we think, we ask questions like, how could God let this happen? How could our God, if they're a God of love and they have us and the whole world in their hands, how could they let this happen? Has the response to what happened 21 years ago, has it brought more peace to the world? Have we seen God in that response? I think in a lot of ways we have. And in some ways we haven't. I often go to the Bible and I wonder, what if John or Luke and Peter, Paul, all those folks, what if they were here today? What would they be telling us or adding to their stories in the Bible now? And then that gets me down the thought of, well, is the Bible really done? Are the disciples really done and gone? You know, those, those 12 guys in that book, that's it. That's all we get. We're, we're all out of content creators and influencers, to put it in today's terms. That's certainly not what Quakers think, is it? Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convince the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. That's Jesus in John 16 talking to the disciples about him going away, his forthcoming death, and how it will be a good thing. He's going to send the Spirit to be with his disciples as they go out into the world. Because Jesus was just one being. Couldn't be everywhere, but this Spirit that he was going to send, this advocate he was going to send, was going to be able to be everywhere all at once. Jesus tells the disciples, you know, how they're to go and share his gospel, and he gives them that comfort for them to take along the way, that they will still be with him, even though they won't be in different places all over the world, and he will have physically left them. This always reminds me of words from George Fox, who says, be patterns be examples in all countries, places, islands, and nations, wherever you come, that your carriage and life may preach among all sorts of people and to them. Then you will come to walk cheerfully over the world, answering that of God in everyone, whereby in them you may be a blessing and make the witness of God in them bless you. 
So here I am thinking about the disciples being long gone. The Bible being printed, everyone having their favorite copy and, and version of it and translation of it. And that's it. Here we are, stuck in this world that continues to have all these terrible things come about. And we just have to keep going back to this book to try to figure out the answers from these couple of guys who tried to give it to us. The work's done. We just have to survive the rest of this ride. That can't be it. And it's not. We experience it today, just a moment ago, in our communion, in our silence. We are the advocate. The spirit Jesus sent is alive and it is well in every single person here today and all over the world. We're the disciples now. And we are to go forth and to be one with love that we learn about when we read these stories from the first 12 disciples. We are to impart that love in others. We are to listen for God. And when we hear the call, take action. Just like when Jesus told the disciples to cast their nets to the other side of the boat after he came back because they weren't catching any fish on this side. They cast it over there. He spoke. They obeyed. And then they recognized that it was Jesus speaking to them. And what happened? They were given all the fish that they could handle. That of God in everyone. The inner light. Quakers talk about all the time. This is what we're talking about. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. There's nothing more Quaker than leaning hard into these words from Christ Jesus and letting that advocate take root in you to become one with it. And to let it guide you everywhere, always. It is to our advantage that Jesus is not here in the physical embodiment of one being anymore. He sent what the disciples needed and what we were going to need. It's here right now in this room. It's out there in every other place on this earth. And it's waiting to be heard. So what do we do with this? What does this have to do with peace in our world? Everything is about restoring God's vision for the world. His original intent, this peaceful, beautiful, flourishing garden. How do we bring peace back in the face of tragedy, injustice, pain, suffering? We have to call it out when we see it. Every single one of us can remember a moment when we saw someone being mistreated or a terrible event happening, like what took place 21 years ago today. We felt it in our heart and our soul that we should do something. But in our heads, what do we do in those moments a lot of the time? We run the numbers. We calculate what might happen if we get involved. We formulate all the justification we could to not do what the Spirit is telling us to do. I know I'm not wrong about that for myself. 
I'm sure I'm not wrong about that for pretty much everyone in this room. It's the human thing to do. Jesus also tells the disciples how what he's asking them to go and do will mean terrible things for them. They're going to be run out of synagogues and temples, and people are probably going to kill them. And not only are people going to probably kill them, when they kill them, they're going to think they're doing a great thing for God. This undoubtedly has to make the disciples freaked out, worried, and scared. But what does Jesus say after he talks to them and he makes them all sad because he keeps saying he's leaving and he's being all cryptic about it? Then he finally says it in plain words and he explains the spirit is coming. And what does he give them as final comfort? Do you now believe the hour is coming? Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered every man to his home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone for the father is with me. I have said this to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This is the trouble with peace. It's hard work. Scary work, dare I say terrifying work. It's work we sometimes have to do all by ourselves. But it is work we are called to do as followers of Christ and believers in God. Acts of love and service to others are the hallmark of the followers of Christ. This is the example he gives us when he washes his disciples' feet and he tells them to love one another as he has loved them. Absolute service, regardless of who you are regardless of your status. Here's their teacher getting down on his hands and knees and washing their feet. An act of, a, a tremendous act for them to witness. And Jesus has sent the Spirit to each of us. Not just to those 12 disciples, but to each of us, to the whole world, everywhere, all the time. He sent it for us to live in us, for us to live in it, for us to abide in it. This is how we transform. This is how we transform others and the world. So no, the book isn't done being written. And we should acknowledge that when we see someone writing more of the story. And we should strive to write alongside them. And no, the disciples did not end with Peter and Paul and Luke and all of them. As Quakers, we believe that of God in everyone. Jesus told us right here in John 16, he was sending the Spirit to live in his people. So how are you going to become an extension of the Spirit? How are you going to love and honor the Spirit in everyone else on the face of the earth? How are you going to be a disciple writing the next chapter of the good book? Are you going to return hate for hate or always return love? Are you going to return violence for violence or always return love? 
Are you going to expect love? Or give love generously, sacrificially, and with no strings attached? Because you've got all the love you need already. Will you listen in the most challenging moments and days and hear God and obey the call? Yeah, peace ain't nothing but trouble, but it's trouble worth getting into.